Welcome to decaf from the roof of the Virgin Hotel downtown. Mark and I are at a conference this week and we realized that we had to record the podcast at some point. And so here we are, sitting on a rooftop with name tags on. It's our first in conference it's our first in person since our uh, since the staff retreat. Since the staff retreat, yeah. So it's been wow. eight, eight months. Yeah, we're back to back to how it used to be. Gosh, back in Mark's presence. <laughs> Kinda weird. I don't know if I like it. Um, so Mark, this is not the first big media thing that you've done this week because uh, this is a big media thing yes it's huge, it's huge. It's huge. Uh, Mark did something pretty cool last week he was featured on the premiere of a corporate welfare documentary and then immediately following did a panel with one of the other fellows that was mentioned in the documentary you may have heard of him Shelby County Mayor Lee his last name is Lee right no what his first name is Lee yeah Lee Harris Lee Harris and he also it. was not in the documentary Otis was though Otis was <laughs> Professor Otis so so and, outside of everything being wrong, right. there, the documentary was on on PBS. <laughs> but you were featured in a panel with yeah. Mayor Lee Harris yeah. and yeah. Professor Otis um, right after the documentary aired, and the, the panel and the documentary both were picked up by one of our idols. Yeah, John Stotts, who we all love. He's That's pretty freaking or, huge. Or originally from Give Me a Break, he did the Give yes. Me a Break section on 60 Minutes, but he's great, and he, he wrote an op-ed and talked about kind of our the corporate welfare issue and why, you know, it, it should be a conservative type issue or libertarian issue. And it, it was a really great yeah. exposure for, for Beacon, but for the issue generally. Sure. And, and it was funny because I got to talk to Mayor Harris, like you said, and he is excellent. He's a Democrat, but he's very, very fiscally conservative. Mm-hmm. And just hearing it from like kind of the other side of the aisle, but yeah. talking about corporate welfare in the same way that we do, it's encouraging. And I think that as um, it seems like we're starting to move the needle on that a little bit. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I think that it's really great for people on the right to jump on this because you know we we talk about that we only agree with AOC which we'll get to her later but we only agree with her on matters of like corporate welfare and um, I think a lot of people on the right say well I mean we have to have economic development it's like well how can you possibly call corporate welfare economic development and they really unpacked that well and talked about it in a really civil way and it was something that someone from the right and someone from the left could really agree on and so if you haven't seen that documentary it's on YouTube uh, and I would point to one more thing. I think we oh. talk about capitalism so much, and, yeah. and we, you know, people on the right, center, and economically, we defend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard when the people, the reason people don't like capitalism is for stuff that has nothing to do with capitalism. Yes. It has to be the government getting involved yes. in capitalism, and corporate welfare is the biggest issue. So yes. like, oh, you know what I don't like about capitalism is that rich people get tax breaks and normal people don't get. That's an exact example of that, and it's not capitalism. It's it's government interference in the system. Agreed. So, so that's what we need to talk about. To kind of because capitalism is a bad name, but not because it's bad. It's because people don't understand it. Right. Speaking of someone who doesn't understand capitalism, <laughs> um, AOC. I don't I don't know, if, Mark, if you watch the Met Gala. I watch the Red carpet every year. I love the dresses. I love the outfits. I say I love them. I mostly hate them, but I love to see them. And one that I hated this year was AOC going to the Met Gala, $30,000 ticket with a dress on that says tax the rich. <laughs> that made no sense. Like, Alex, I'll take tone deaf for 2000 please. Like, that made absolutely no sense at all in, in her classic form. I mean, it was so grossly tone deaf. Did you even see that? Mark? I saw I saw the I saw some of the pictures. Obviously I don't watch garbage so I didn't see it live. But I saw a lot you of You kind of do watch garbage. Well, not, not not the same kind of garbage yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. But I saw a lot of like it's funny cuz it felt like the Met Gala was kind of like a Jersey Shore boardwalk. People apparently they had like they, they like to have names on their shirts and they just like put a bunch of stupid words and they think that it's funny. Like cuz that wasn't the only one. There's some actually really a lot grosser ones than that. Something about the patriarchy which I'm not going to repeat. Yeah, we're not going to repeat but, that. But it was a uh, no, Cara I mean, Delevingne embarrassed herself. Yeah, and and it's like it's 
soup, it, it, it just reminds me of the, the trashiness of a Jersey Shore boardwalk. Yes. That's what it felt like. People wearing like the stupid sayings on the shirt, and that's what they did at this thing. And people who were just dumb, just like straight up not smart. Well, why do people care about the Met Gala either? It, it is it is a charity event, and it is they call it fashion's biggest night. And um, but they also but the wear Met things. The Met is a is an art gallery. Yes, but they do exhibits on fashion and things like that, and so they. It's, it's like a huge thing for celebrities to come and wear these crazy, insane outfits. Everybody hated Casey Musgrave's outfit because it looked like a normal outfit that you would wear on a night <laughs> out. Go, go figure. Um, but I just thought that her outfit was so tone deaf. They were all all the ones that make political statements. I'm like, can we not? And I'm, I will say it's, not? it's not just us. I mean, Michael Rappaport, who was kind of a left of center actor, was like, this is so insane. Like, yes. what, like, like, what are you doing? Like, it doesn't look good for you to say all these things. Like, either you or somebody else pay $30,000. You're, you're hanging out with these rich people all night. Like, that's the point of this, right? It's all these, like, famous people. And then you're yelling about taxing them. Like, it's like, if you really wanted to make a statement, don't go. That, don't that would go. be the statement, right? And say, oh, I, you know what? I'm not going to be in this. I, I, I'm not going to allow these rich people to throw around money. How much were the dresses, too? I mean, oh, I'm sure that some of them were millions of dollars. So much money on these dresses. And she's saying tax the rich. So you want to tax yourself and all the other people Yeah, she's here's the thing. She's rich it. now. I know. I mean, she, she's in that. She's in that upper 1%. She's, she's rich now. I did, so. I did see that. There's a great meme. I saw actually Lou Perez, our friend Lou uh. Perez, where he said, uh, they had the guy she was dating. He's like, if this isn't white privilege, I don't know what is. That, she, oh that, 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 that guy can date her. It's like this oh nerdy looking gosh, weirdo. No, yeah. He's like not cute at all. <laughs> no, like objectively not. speaking, even if he was a conservative, I would still say he's not cute. Yeah, say what you're about to say. She is a good looking woman though, but yeah, it, she, everything else, not great. She's kind of dumb though. <laughs> well, I don't know if she's dumb, but she it's just like does. nice on the outside, what's going on on the inside. She does not right? agree with us and she's right on one or two issues um, and everything else she's horrible on. Well, yeah, and, and some of the things she says don't make sense at all. Maybe she's not mm -hmm. dumb, but a lot of things she says don't make sense. Um, so let's talk about football for a second. Speaking of things that did not make sense yeah. at all huge upsets last week there is nothing more beautiful other than okay the mm. most beautiful thing in the world is seeing auburn lose the next most beautiful thing in the world is seeing ohio state lose and boy was that a treat at home too now here's the thing uh, don't forget art. stephanie gave us money art. she donated money so we need to talk about her teams ohio state had a really really bad show i mean they were pretty much outplayed the entire game by a good oregon team like, we no, said no, we'd no, talk about them yep. so we're talking yes. about no them. we're gonna do something positive about the browns <laughs> um but but yeah that was a huge upset oregon outplay them from top to bottom. Um, Arkansas pulled a big upset. They, they, they want to get Texas, so shout out to Suze on that one. Yeah, our co-worker Suzanne. Yes. She's, she's a woo pig, That's so right. that was huge for her. Um, and then Jacksonville State University, where both of my parents went to college and met, beat Florida State. That oh, was I didn't wild. Know that. Yeah, oh. we're Gamecocks. We are Gamecocks in our family. My parents met at JSU, and so that was a really huge and really exciting thing and, to and see. They are not, I mean, they are not an FBS team, so no. I mean, they are the next level down. So, I mean, that is an embarrassing loss for Florida State. That like, that's great. the kind of loss that should get your coach fired, yes, to be honest. Yes. Yes, that and, was huge. But great really for fun. Jacksonville State winning. Yes, go Gamecocks. Yes. And then for Stephanie, we'll talk about the Browns. You know, I don't really follow the NFL. I follow mm -hmm. Derrick Henry because he's the love of my life. Um, but Stephanie's been a Browns fan forever and ever, and they've often disappointed her. Always disappointed her. <laughs> and uh, is this year going to be any different, Mark? What are your predictions uh, for the year? They are good. They're a good team this year. And, and before we get into this, I do want to say that if you donate any money, if you listen to this podcast and you are a new donor, we will talk about your team. Yes. And we'll shout out, We'll give you a shout out on this podcast if you want to. We have a cool thing that we're doing with our development team. But if you donate any money, including a dollar a month to Beacon, yes. we will talk about your team. So I want to talk with the Browns. And honestly, they might be the second best team in the AFC. They went on the road and played a tough game against oh Patrick Mahomes. who I mean, they were Super Bowl champions two years ago. Yeah. They were in the Super Bowl last year. The Browns have a very, very bright future. They have a good team. Nick Chubb is one of the elite running backs in the league. Um, Odell Beckham is still hurt, but he will be back soon. You know who he is. Oh, I know who and, 
Yeah, we, everybody knows who he and, is. And I think, I think it all comes down to what Baker Mayfield is. I don't care for him personally. I don't think he's a great quarterback. But he has shown he's shown improvement in the past two years. Okay. If, all right. if they put it together and their all defense right. plays like they did, um, and fantasy-wise, just a good – if you have Jarvis Landry from the Browns, start him this week with Odell Beckham out again. He's poised at eight, nine catches. But for Stephanie, <laughs> who donated money, so that's what we're talking about this, um, the Browns have a great chance to make the AFC Championship game. And you have to remember, they lost to Kansas City on the road. If right. they're playing that game at home in the playoffs, they could be going to the Super Bowl. There's a real chance. I wouldn't bet on it, but they will make the playoffs, and they should compete. You heard it here mm-hmm. first. The Browns the Browns may make a real run for it this yep, year. They should. Um, last thing we're going to chat about before we sign off and go back into our conference is um, big loss for comedy this week, Norm MacDonald, who was in the first ever SNL skit that I ever saw. <laughs> and then I actually was looking up on YouTube and some folks were sending me things about him just like absolutely roasting Hillary Clinton, yep. saying things that you could never get away with now. We lost him this week. And you know what I think is like such a beautiful thing is in the age of COVID where all these celebrities are they'll post on Instagram and say I tested positive today but don't worry me and my family are safe in quarantine he fought cancer for 10 years and didn't make a show of it and that is a man of integrity a man who's truly here to work hard care for himself care for his family and just I, I just I, what a loss yeah and for so first of all he didn't tell people about his cancer because he wanted people to judge him on his comedy he didn't want people to feel bad for him and he wanted to laugh because they liked him yes. another fun fact he is a libertarian he was very aligned with almost that. oh yeah oh my, he was like super oh libertarian he was really aligned with everything he said one of like I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody pass who got just everybody universal applause is one of the funniest people that ev- yeah. the most unique and funniest people he was on those roasts he was always super funny yes. uh, I mean he did these like one of his most famous clips he did this late night show where this woman like and, and you know how, like in late night show they talk about oh like you have to promote your movie yes. this woman was in a new movie with Carrot Top and they're like oh you haven't come up with a name with it he's like I have a name if it's Carrot Top and it box office poison he interrupted her saying that and then they said oh no no it's called the boardroom he's like oh I bet you can't make anything about that norm like it's board spelled B-O-R-E-D oh my gosh <laughs> he, he was just so quick witted so, so funny and just just I mean one of the biggest loves and oh. I don't I feel like celebrities it's always sad when they die right sure. especially Chadwick Boseman was one Chadwick that was, Boseman was hard but this one was really tough and I know Sam, my friend, really took it hard. But like he is 61 years old, was in good shape, and just is is a really funny guy. And this one actually, it does hurt. It, it hurts. It feels like you're losing kind of a friend or Wasn't something. Wasn't really prepared. No, like, I know. We Nobody didn't know had any he was idea. sick and didn't no. really weren't really prepared for it. So, uh, so all the Norm McDonald fans out there who are having a tough week, we feel you. Um, but we can learn so much from him to handle things with integrity and with grit, and. Uh, and just be a friend to people. And, and be, be yourself. Funny. Just be, be yourself. yourself. Yeah, be yourself. I mean, his brand of humor is not normal stuff. No. You saw stand-up He's comedy. So, like, he, he just knew what he was. And, like, it, it is a real loss. And I think you have so few, not maybe, that's, but there's not a lot of celebrities that aren't, you know, divisive and, like, yeah. really just bring smiles to people's faces. And he was one of them. And, like you said, I mean, the O.J. Simpson stuff he did, too, was so Gosh, fantastic. Just so good. Oh. Just a roast. Every single thing was a roast. He actually got, apparently great. got fired on, on SNL because he made so many O.J. Simpson jokes. And they didn't like that. Which is, like, incredible. He, he is just the greatest thing. What a guy. And also, he's in Deuce Bigelow, a European Jiggle. Okay. if you want to see a great... <laughs> no, don't ever listen to Mark. He has terrible he is. He's in it. Mark makes fun of me for my love life, for my appearance, for every single Whoa, thing. Whoa, stop. Don't say appearance. <laughs> I had Whoa, crazy... Whoa, I didn't okay. say that. Her earlier, nails. <laughs> earlier this week, I had, like, crazy nails, and we got on the uh, we got on our staff Zoom call, and I said something about my nails triggering people, and Mark goes, I'm triggered. I'm absolutely triggered by that. So, kind not, of not, not what happened, and not at all how that went, but... 
not your appearance at all, the things that you choose to put on your nails. Different. <laughs> yes. And the people I choose to date. Yes. And yet Mark watches these movies. And yet you agree movies. on this. I do agree with that. <laughs> I have really bad taste in men. And then Mark watches all these movies and is like, if you want to watch a good movie, watch. I didn't say good movie. I said if you want to see Norman. I think it's funny. I agree that it might not be. And Dirty Work is already lying too. Oh man, just so, just so many good stuff. Norm is an absolute legend. Even if he's expert. in a bad movie. He's still good at it. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Don't you just love that about a person? That's yeah. that's awesome. Well, donate to us and get us to talk about some uh, some some of your sports teams. Any get, sports team too. We'll talk about a soccer team. I mean, we'll look at all. I don't know anything about soccer or golf or we'll you, you, you can talk about golf. I'll so. talk about golf. Mark will look up soccer. We'll do whatever. Do, do your kids' high school basketball team? I don't care. I'll look yeah, up, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll look up stats and we can do an analysis of the high school basketball team. Anything. Just donate a dollar a month. That's all it is, and we will talk about anything Regular you want. Team. That's appropriate, basically. That's appropriate. <laughs> yes. And and his standard for appropriate is way different than low, mine. And low so, bar. So basically we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So remember, donate, hear your team, shout it out this fall, and uh, we'll see you next week.